Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I'll be your host. And tonight I have the Wicked Wolf. Look at look at you. You're so pretty. I just love you. You are pretty. So everybody, make me blush in the first five. I. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do like a whole. Because we've all had kind of a last few last couple days, right? And and we were talking backstage. You had a. So this is like the first minute. I don't know. Do you do this? I do this. Like I. I oh yeah, no compression and expansion yeah. is a big part of the process. In That's right. That is connected to my whole spiritual practice. Absolutely. That's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna spend like if you and you can lead it. I don't care. I just do like the whole. But we're gonna spend like the first thirty seconds. You guys, we're all gonna just take some deep breaths and just let some shit in and out and and then we'll we'll. We'll get started. Are you ready? Do you want to lead this? Uh, yeah, so, so I'll, I'll tell you, the, I do a, a slightly different process. Go for um, it. So I breathe in as deep as I can, and as soon as you get your lungs as full as possible, you hold it for about three seconds, and while you're holding it, you make sure you drop your shoulders, you let your diaphragm and your belly expand, and then when you after a couple of seconds, you just open your mouth and let it flow out naturally. You do that three times in a row, and it regulates everything in your body. All right, count us through it. You ready? All right, ready. So we're going to go in. You're going to hold, drop your shoulders. And again, as deep as you can. Hold. Bet. Just bet. Bet. Okay, you can't hear. So everybody's saying they can't really hear you. They can't hear me. Uh, well, that's better. That move your little, move your little doppelganger or dilly bonger thing up so that it sits closer to your mouth. I don't think it does, but I can just hold it here. It's not. A- <laughs> this is good. It'll, it'll be like a really long TikTok video. <laughs> like, ladies and gentlemen. Sign. <laughs> Hello. All right, so everybody, how's everybody? Everybody's like, hey, everybody's saying hi. Can you see the comments okay? Um, boop. They love you. Man, hello. Sorry, it wasn't up. It was on private chat, but I've got it. That's okay. They, they, it's quieter. It's still quieter. Well, you turn your volume up, you guys. Come on. It's okay. We're going to get it figured out. The dilly bonger. That's correct. So we had to take some deep breaths. We had to let some stuff go. I've got about what did I have? About 15 mods in here. So mods, you know the rules. They're in. You scoot them and boot them and moot them. That's it. We are all, we need to get Wolf a new headset with a real mic. I concur. Hold we on. Should wait, get... wait, hold on. Check it out. Unplug my headset. Can you hear me if I speak through my computer? Well, that's better for me, but I don't. Is it I'm... better for everybody else this way? Hold on. There's a, there's a oh, time yeah, lapse in the chat. It's fine. I'm okay, that's, that's better. better. Kayla says that's okay. better. So I'm used to streaming on Twitch, and Twitch, I need to have my headset in. So this way. And we're, we're going to... There, we're, how's that? Good? Everybody says right. better. Everybody's saying better. Awesome. Yay! Right, Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we had a week. Okay, we had a week. My mods, you're on point. 30 seconds in and out. That's it. No, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. 
Um, if they look questionable, bounce them out. We'll, we'll beg for forgiveness later. So ladies and gentlemen, today we have the Wicked Wolf. And thank you so much for doing the breathing exercise for us. I think we're all a little just... <laughs> yeah. Angry. Like, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of nonstop, like resonant pressure and uh it's important to make sure that you take that time to just deregulate a lot of people don't realize like people i used to i was a smoker for 12 years and Mm -hmm. people think that like you know nicotine has this effect on you and it does but what has more of an effect on you is when you take time out of your day to step aside and do 10 to 12 deep slow breaths like yeah nicotine definitely you know hits your hits your system but it's the it's the breathing mechanism um i advise anybody to look into wim hof um, the stuff oh that my he God. has discovered and the things that yeah. he has, life-changing. I'm supposed to do that, and I haven't yet, but I'm going to do that for anybody <laughs> that was here for that live. I'm going to. I haven't done it yet. I will do it before Tuesday. All right. Um, yeah. Everyone has a lot of pressure this week. Yeah, it's it's been... You know, there's just been a lot of stuff going on this week, I think, with um, this, you know, and, and we talk about the the, politi- the political side of it. You talk about the stuff in Afghanistan is really sad. There's been a lot of... Um, just a lot of... Somebody told me that there's something, something changed like vibrationally. Like, like it's like, cause you know, we're, we're kind of all up here and we're like, okay, we're going and we're going and we're going. And it's like, all of a sudden, like we got dragged back down into this and like, we're getting like the attacks seem to be a lot more aggressive, um, online and, and off, I guess. Um, oh yeah. Um, it's, it's actually really weird how, uh, I've noticed I, I, I've, I haven't caught a lot of hate or anger or like direct anything at me in a long time. And I made some uh, collaboration videos mm-hmm. with uh, some other creators who have a much larger fan base than me and mm-hmm. a much larger fan hatred base than me. And so like, it's been really weird. Like I'm, I'm very addicted to the block and delete button. Like I don't fucking mm-hmm. care. Like I, I used to be in that space where like I would engage with those people. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy creating a, you know, creating a bubble. You know? Yeah. I'm at the point where like, I'm no longer interested in necessarily waking people up. I'm interested in sharing my knowledge and information with the people who are, who are ready to do the work. Exactly. And and my blacklist is getting long and longer by the minute, like (laughs) by maybe every 30 seconds, it's just getting insanely long. But yeah, I saw it. So talk to us a little bit. So you were collabing, you are collabing with somebody like Talk to me a little um, bit I'm about that. I saw this. Um, yeah. So there is a uh, there's a new TikTok account that is um, it's a trifecta account. It is a account that myself and Rebecca Short from the Short Shit Show mm-hmm. uh, and Two uh, A Patriot Mama um, all have access to. And there are a few uh, big events that I can't really speak about uh, just fine. yet that are coming up. We're going to be doing some roundtable discussions. Uh, that are going to be uh, recorded private discussions between us and a few other people. Okay. Um, and that's all I can really get into right now <clears throat> um, without talking to them further. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so the, and, and the, the, the whole move to Twitch thing is, uh, is a very big um, orchestrated thing that a lot of us are working on. Um, the censorship and the banning um, is getting ridiculous because it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not just people talking about, you know, the, the jab and the, and all that, you know, stuff. It's not just people, you know, conservatives and, and liberals right. writing about politics. <clears throat> They're now actively banning uh, spiritually based people. Mm-hmm. They're now actively going after like there was a there's a gentleman who I just recently became in contact with. Um, I think his handle was something shaman hawk or hawk shaman, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. 70, 75 year old man. 
you know, teaching about meditation and about, you know, all, all of these spiritual things that people need mm-hmm. in, in the crazy times that we're currently in, you know, and, and they not only did they ban him, but like they, they did what they did to me. They took his entire account out completely black, no access to his videos, no appeal process, nobody mm-hmm. emails you back. Um, and the reality of it is uh, a couple of my early followers had a, uh, you know, they're, they're gamers, right? And, and Twid, I, just like I thought TikTok was, a, a, you know, an app for little girls to dance on, um, <clears throat> I thought Twitch was just for gamers. And it still predominantly is, um, but it's a platform where there's almost zero censorship. Uh, like I said, the only two censorship issues that I know about are uh, you can't vomit on a live and you can't have nipples or nudity. That's um, right. And- no wardrobe malfunctions. I know, right? <laughs> um, but the uh, the idea of being able to go somewhere and and be able to speak, you know, to people like I have forty thousand followers, you know, like mm-hmm. that's forty thousand people out there that were listening to the things that I had to say because it was benefiting them, mm-hmm. um, and to have that taken away because you know there's angry people out there who don't understand or disagree to the point where they feel that they need to silence me. Um, they call it holding you accountable. Just so you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if you, you know, if you don't admit that you're, you know, if you don't admit that you're a racist, you're a racist. If you don't mm-hmm. admit, you know, it's funny, too, because like I like I'm, I'm I've been openly gay since I was 16, 17 years old. That's mm-hmm. like, but I joke about how I'm hetero presenting, you know, like I enter a room, <laughs> people don't know I'm gay. They'll say some shit. And it's like, you know, and, and that's the funny thing is like liberals, too. It's like they'll come at me. And then the minute that they find out I'm gay, it's like, oh, well, and then they then they start in with like. For, for the, the side of tolerance, boy, do I, I get some interesting hate about my political and spiritual views. Um, That's so. interesting. Well, and you would think that the spiritual thing would be, I don't know. That's, everybody talked about, so the TikTok did, they did this big sweep. You got caught up in it. My sunken got caught up in it kind of, it stayed up, but it's not going anywhere. But, and everyone's like, they're coming after conservatives and they're making all these videos and I'm just kind of sitting here like, no, they're not. Because I, I followed a couple other people. They were spiritual people. They did the guided meditations. Some of them brought tarot cars. Um, I followed a couple dog accounts. The, the, the canine, um, what's his name? He was a dog. He was a dog. <laughs> he was a dog. And he got caught he, up in the sweep? He got caught up in the sweep and he went down too. And so everybody's like, it's because we're conservatives. It's like, no, it's you, if you want to scream censorship, that's fine. But you got to yeah, recognize no, that this isn't censorship. This is, this I, is people. Yeah, manipulating the even, system i think it's it's got more to do with like it's definitely disproportionately affecting conservatives but i think the overall sweep is geared more towards and it's it's like a, the only way i can describe it is that like i'm very much committed to the idea that we're involved in a seriously spiritual war right now mm-hmm. um you know the yep the the big issue it's not it's not about left or right or gay or straight or black or white or men or women it's about good versus evil Mm -hmm. um and the the reality of it is is that sweep came after a whole bunch of us who were very obviously on the side of good um i you know it's like i have i have a running joke with with all my followers like i almost i have this white hat that i always wear um you know in the old days you you'd reference to whether or not somebody was on your team or whether or not somebody was was working with or against you as a black hat or a white hat mm-hmm. um and it's you know everybody that got that got hit in this last sweep and there were i mean there were 10 or 12 people that were in my immediate like communication circle all mm-hmm. went down all went black in the same yep. day yep. um and all those people were people that regardless of their political spectrum regardless of their gender spectrum whatever it's like they were sharing 
information that is important information for the evolution of consciousness for mm -hmm. our entire society. And that's what this war is on. You know, it's like the, the, the people who are getting the jab, the people who are, you know, the people who are hating on people who are not getting the jab. It's like there's, you know, there's programming that's been happening for, for decades now. You know, people don't want to talk about and don't want to look at the fact that like our entire media system was built by the CIA. And the things that come across the mainstream media and the, the, the very specific ways that they target children and target the consciousness as a whole um, is a very real thing. And as a result, we have a whole bunch of people who talk about being tolerant and then we'll turn around and talk about how you should die because of the decision that you're making. In oh, yeah, I have. I have you been told that, that I, yeah, I have been told like just a couple, just a couple of fucking days ago, this lady comes in and she's like, well, I hope everybody who doesn't get the vax dies. I go to her account and it's like, peace, love and light. Right. Just fuck right, Janice. Right. There's a God dang. There, and I'm not sure how it happens because it's a big fucking disconnect, you know, but I, I don't get it either. Like, and I don't know, maybe, maybe you're the person I need to talk to about this because I've talked to people about this and. I don't know, like, I, I guess I never did get a better understanding, but I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. I don't, how are you, how are you, how, how, how are you so, like, smile, you know, like, you're a good person and you do the good things, but then you turn around and, 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 and act like that in the same breath. Like, how, how do you, how are you okay with that? I, I would, like, I'm, I'm as authentic, I'm, I'm out there. Like, there's a lot that everybody in here doesn't know. Like, this right. is what it is. I, I, and if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And if I say I'm going to be some way, I'm going to be that way. How can you say that you're being some way, but obviously not be that? You know what I'm saying? How, how does do. that? I do. That and can't I, be programmed. I think you're just fucked up in the head. Well, so here's the thing is like, I think, um, and cause this is the conversations that have been coming up a lot. I'm sorry. I had to adjust my volume. You're okay. Um, the, the conversations that's been, that's been happening a lot with my followers and my lives in my, my personal circles. Um, the reality of it is, is that most people don't understand what the ego is or like in the spiritual community, we refer to the ego as the shadow self. And okay. you know, it's like, that's, that's based on, you know, old school Jungian psychology and, uh, the, the, the idea is that when we're very, very young, right, we are, um, we have to learn, like when you're in the womb, like you, you need food, you get food from your mother, you have to go to the bathroom, it gets taken away by your mother's body. When you become a baby, when you're out in the world, you have to realize that you have to, you have to act a certain way to get your needs met. And then depending on how you develop and what kind of upbringing you have, like a lot of people you're, they don't understand that that's a whole separate part of yourself, right? So when you've experienced a trauma, um, let's say, and it doesn't even have to be a bad trauma. Let's say you had a partner that cheated on you, right? What's going to happen is the next time you start dating somebody, you know, when you hear that little whisper in the back of your head that like is like, oh, he's probably a cheater or like, mm -hmm. oh, he's probably lying to you. Like that voice is your shadow. That voice is your ego. And your ego is not a bad thing it's literally only trying to protect you. Like it's remembering what you've been through in the past, what you felt in the past, and it's trying to make sure that you don't get hurt again, right? But a lot of times, because we aren't taught to engage with our psyche and as if it's different pieces of ourselves, and most people oh aren't even God. taught what those different pieces are, let alone how to engage with them, the, the programs become automatic. 
right? It's like, you know, when, when somebody has a trauma response, like that's, that's their shadow self, that's your ego taking over. It's protecting you based on past experiences. And if you don't take the time to actually engage with it as if it's an intelligent, conscious part of you, because it is, then you're never going to be able to retrain it to not whisper shitty shit in your ear. I do this no. now. So I'm, oh my God. So I, I'm, yeah, because I'm doing this. Because sometimes I ramble and I always. No, 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 no. And I wanted to know because everybody talks about the ego and everybody talks about the shadow work, right? But I don't think that anybody really understands it or everybody's got a different interpretation of what it could be. And so when I initially started this, everyone, you know, like ego. For me, like ego, when I initially started was doing these clapbacks on TikTok or going after people when they were being shitty human beings. Like that, I right. felt like that was my ego. But I didn't realize. That is your ego. That's well, right. it is. It's, it's a it part of it. Is. It's it, just your ego in a different scenario. Correct. Yep. It's a part of it. So I had to this. I went through the whole hypnotherapy thing. And, and now I'm, I'm, I'm in balls deep in this emotional shit because I'm, I'm dealing with some stuff like and some stuff that is not necessarily somebody's fault now, but it is somebody's fault before. And right. so, but I'm, I'm reacting the same way as if it's the same person and it's not the same. Does that make right. sense? Because, because your reaction is from a trauma place and the part of you that was traumatized might've been a seven-year-old child, might've been a 13-year-old, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. it, whenever that trauma happens and that pattern gets locked into your, to your neurology, it's, it's locked in from the perspective of the age and the wisdom and the knowledge that you had. That's why when I, you know, it's like, I, I'm all constantly telling my people to, in, you know, go it, like, so I do this daily meditation, right? And it's mm -hmm. a meditation that helps you go through your chakra centers, clean out this energy. And then we talk about it afterwards, right? And a lot of people have like different experiences in different chakras. And mm -hmm. I always tell them like, you need to go into a room by yourself without your phone, without your family, without your dog and do some deep breathing and then have a conversation and ask yourself, mm -hmm. be like, okay, why did I feel this way? Right? Why did this come up? Why was why couldn't I imagine that? Why couldn't I do this? Why why do I feel this way when this happens? And have a notebook with you and literally listen for the response because the first thing that you hear is gonna be the hundred percent truth, right? Your higher self, your subconscious, whatever you want to call it, is gonna be like, there's your answer. And then immediately after, your shadow self is gonna whisper things like that's stupid. Or you're like, no, that's you're making or that like, up. That's that didn't you're, happen. That's or, not like, the way it works. That's what happened. It's it's always the same thing. <laughs> you're, when I talk about your your shadow self trying to protect you, it's also trying to protect itself. And when we evolve, right? When we have revelations, when we have experiences, when we reach the next level, to the shadow self, which is kind of a two dimensional creature, it's when you do that, it dies. It doesn't really die, but that's, but that's what an ego death is. When we reach a level of understanding, right? And then that level of understanding allows us to change our behavior. If that behavior is connected to an ego pattern that you've had your whole life, your ego thinks it's gonna die. So it's gonna try and prevent you from evolving because sometimes evolving involves pain mm -hmm. and the ego's job is to protect you from pain. Right, it's a call, I called it Batman. Like I was supposed to, I was supposed to name it. Like that was, well, no, 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 no. So I'm in this thing and I'm supposed to name it. And so yeah. they're like, give it a name. And I'm like, <laughs> Don't I'm, like I'm in hypnotherapy. Like I'm kind of, name is. no, I, no, we, no, we had to do got that. You've got it. You've got to respect. It's a part of you and you've got to respect know, but, it as such. No, 
Well, I'm there. I don't know if it asked. I, it said, no, so I, had to give, that's how, I had to give it a name. And then the first thing that came to my mind was Batman. So maybe I did, he did ask it or I asked it because it was Batman, but it doesn't matter. So that's done. But the other part of it, the ask it, it's like, so there's, can we talk about, can we talk about energy transfer really? Are you, are you open? Whatever you like. Okay. So energy transfer is like a real deal, right? Like as I'll, I have a, I had a thing, <laughs> I had a thing and it wasn't mine and it, but it followed me around and it made things really bad, like really no. bad, but it wasn't when I, when I, when I would meditate and when I would, cause normally I can clear out and I can right. be like, I, I know it's me. I know it wasn't like this wasn't, and I, we had to do a thing and I had to like send so, it away and I haven't seen it since, but this is, this is the place where, you know, it's like the conversation instantly turns a little bit woo-woo. Um, Fucking so, woo-woo it up. We are know, woo-woo, yeah, we yeah, are so, woo-woo channel. So I'm a Reiki master and a teacher, mm-hmm. and I've been doing meditation my whole life. And I've been um, I've been very deeply involved in um, what's generally referred to as the occult studies. I've come, right. studied a whole bunch of different religions. Yep. Um, I've been a practicing witch. I study hoodoo. I'm a practicing alchemist, which is sort of like a, an occult science, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and... Even if you even if you think all that shit is made up, um, quantum physics and science will prove to you that energy, everything in the universe is made up of energy. Right. right. So now imagine that somebody you pass by on the street that you've never met and have zero interaction with has had a horrible and traumatic life. Every negative experience that that person goes through, right, is going to leave a vibrational resonance in their aura field. Okay. And when we are in a state of feeling insecure, feeling angry, feeling attacked, feeling defensive, feeling sad, feeling isolated. When we're in any sort of negative, negative emotional state, uh, a, a vibrational, you know, entity or a vibrational field from some other person can absolutely transfer to you. And it's not even like, it's not even just like by walking by them and energetically, like let's say the, you know, the person who stocked your food, um, you know, at, at the grocery store and then you buy, you know, something that they unloaded, like energy is everywhere. Energy is constantly moving, is constantly being transferred. Um, I, I jokingly, um, you know, guide people. I'm actually going to be uh, hopefully developing some online classes in the near future. Um, but I fully support what I refer to as, as everyday witchcraft, right there. You are an energetic being. You are vibrationally a creature of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. Everything in the world is vibration. And we can prove scientifically that our intent and our will and our emotions, when we combine those things are having a, a, an effect on our reality. So when it comes to every single thing that you do, I always joke with my meditation students. I say, pretend you're in a video game, like pretend you're in the matrix, pretend you're Neo and pretend anything that you imagine in your mind, you actually do. So mm-hmm. like, when I bring my, my food home from the grocery store, when I put it away, it's like I envision that I have this psychic white light that goes around my food and cleanses any negative energies that it might have picked up between the fucking farm and my table, you know, mm-hmm. usually 3,000 miles and 150 different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing when I'm cooking. Like I will put energy and intention and say prayers and, and mm-hmm. do energetic practices with each piece of my food as I cook it. And then still make sure that I give, you know, that I give thanks and that I give blessing before I consume it. Um, and it's, I mean, everything from your laundry to, you know, it's like um, there are important things that you can do at the beginning of every day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm about to 
shift um, a, a group of my meditators into uh, doing some uh, mantra meditation uh, as well as some uh, affirmations. You know, it's like in the morning, starting your day out by saying something simple like, um, I do not seek things. What belongs to me comes to me naturally and swiftly. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when you, at the end of yeah, the we day. Yeah, don't, we don't chase. Like we don't right, exactly, go chase exactly. anything. Like, we just let it come. that affirmation and putting that energy out there when you start your day has, a, has been proven to have a profound impact on your day. At the end of the day, I like when the, the last thing that I say out loud before I get into bed every single night is I draw back, I take back all of my power from all dimensions in all directions. And I call it back to me now because every time you have an experience throughout the day, good or bad, you leave a little bit of yourself. I call it, I call it horcruxing. If anybody's a Harry Potter fan, right? I'm like, not a Harry Potter. And it's, and it's, and, and the worst is when it's something traumatic, right? So like, um, we were talking, you know, before the show, like, like I am, I am a very old friend of death. Like I have lost a lot of really important, beautiful, amazing people consistently throughout my entire life. And sometimes that shit hits me from left fucking field. And like, when you get, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm always, a, I'm always telling my students to give into their emotions when you feel them, right. Feel them, embrace them, let them, let them out. But then also remember that you just gave a little piece of yourself to that experience, to that event to that trauma, to that grief, to that. And sometimes it's to something good. Sometimes you have a great day, you know, hanging out with your friends, remembering, you know, a party or remembering a da-da-da, whatever. It's like, but when you give your attention to anything other than what you're doing right now, a little piece of you stays there. So it's it's a great practice to call all that energy back to yourself before you go to sleep at night. That was good. So somebody had asked, and you didn't, so they'd asked how they can protect themselves, and that's kind of one of the ways. I guess that's that's one of the ways so, I was told. Yeah. To, so protection is. I was told to do it too. So much easier than people um, than people realize. Um, it's but but so it's it's easier, and it's also a much lengthier process, right? So like you, I like when I when I'm worried about protection in any scenario, I simply literally envision a white bubble around my body. But the, the problem is, it's like you can tell that to people, but if you aren't at a level of self-awareness and self-security like I am, then that might be a little bit harder for you to do, right? Like if you mm -hmm. get scared, you know, it's like you have to be able to take yourself out of that fear space and, and, and utilize your visualization to change the frequency of the environment around you. But um, it does get easier the more that you practice oh, it. It, it, totally it gets definitely easier. gets easier the more and, you practice it. And there's it. lots of stuff you can do. Yep. Like, you know, it's like I teach people how to make simple protection charms. I teach people how to do meditations. I teach people how to create sigils. A lot of times the, the problem is, is that we've been conditioned our whole lives to believe that we don't have any power. And so mm -hmm. the, the easiest way for us to start getting power is to start doing things that allow our subconscious mind and our conscious mind to connect. That ha that's mantras, that's affirmations, that's creating sigils, that's doing spell work, that's doing meditation. You know, it's like people, people have this, it's funny. I was, I love the, the concept of, you know, it's like throughout history, it's like we were taught to fear the witches, not the people who burn not the people who burn them at the freaking stake, you bunch of psychos. Yeah. So like, who does that? Is is like why would you why would you burn someone alive? Right? It's not because they're connected to the devil and you're killing a demon. Although I do believe demons exist. Um, yeah, but they're not the witches. What exactly? I'm sorry. Like the everything that it is that yeah. entire experience throughout history was about destroying this ancient knowledge as well as making sure that anybody who had that knowledge 
didn't exercise it and kept their mouth shut because if they didn't, they were going to end up like these people. Like they were setting right. an example right. while simultaneously wiping out an entire who knows how many thousands of years worth of, of knowledge from native peoples all over the like that's what you know it's like when we learn about all that stuff that was happening in canada where they're finding all of these native you know these hundreds and hundreds of native children in graves it's like they weren't just murdering these kids for no reason they were creating a genocide that was preventing sacred powerful knowledge from being passed on Right. Because if you have an entire human population that doesn't know how to do a fucking rain dance, that doesn't know how to invoke the power of their ancestors because your blood is full of all of the information of everybody who ever lived before you in your genealogy line. Mm -hmm. then guess what? You have an entire population that make fantastic slaves and they will get their gratification from watching TV and eating chemicals that they've been fed for generations instead of going out and connecting with nature and feeling amazing and high because they're, you know, creating rain with their connection to the universe and the dances that they do. Like, so it, you know, we talk about the censorship, like realize, and it happened in like, that's, that's what the wars in Africa are about. That's what the East India trade company going to India was about. That's what the colonization of Australia had nothing to do with, Oh, it was a penal colony. No, they took the worst people that they had and they put them in a place and they told them to slaughter all the Aborigines because each culture had its own sacred knowledge and it was all just different ways of accessing the same information. Do you feel like, so some people have compared what's going on right now to like a modern day, which hundred percent, with, we are 100% with the, in the middle yep. of an inquisition. And yeah. um, that's another, that's another hard truth that people don't want to look at. Um, the entire world is being run by Satanists. Um, the entire world is being run by a well, super yeah. evil, dark scenario. I still, be, I still believe that the light has won and we're oh, just, I, I, I okay. I believe that the white hats are in control. 100%. Yeah. I am not okay. scared. I am not, Good. I'm not worried about any of that, but the reality of it is that shit is real and it's been happening our entire lives. Mm -hmm. And when you look into, when you actually look into what, what has been going on in Hollywood, when you look at what's been going on in the music industry, when you look at what's been going on in the politics and how all these families are connected and all of these things are somehow very directly connected to horrible rituals and torture and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's right now the inquisition that we're in is them trying their very strongest to survive the fact, cause they already know that they've lost these. Mm -hmm. That's why, that's why they're removing people like us from social media because mm -hmm. we're talking about the truth. We're mm -hmm. like, I mean, all I do is teach people how to control their own fucking energy. Mm -hmm. How dangerous so, am I? Like, so like, make energy I mean? balls. Ooh, That's like, like I'm like Iron Man. This. Well, but the, right? we like, talk about, but we talk about that too. Like when you have, and it just kind of, it, it's, it's right along the same lines, but it's, it's a different perspective. A, I mean, if you got an entire country that's mentally unwell, I mean, at what, like 80% of the people are on some kind of antidepressant, anti-anxiety, anti-something medication. Obese, angry, yes, <clears throat> they are so much more easier to control. But when you, if you, damn it, if you just reel that in, and if you just, if you stop, if you just, if you heal whatever the fuck you got going on, just heal it, okay? Work through it, cry scream throw things do what you got to do and then just just get here get here to this this mindset and yeah. none of that other shit matters like it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter that's nothing a, that's part of an important conversation i just had um 
yesterday actually and it's like like when we talk about all the other fucked up shit that's going on in the world mm-hmm. right? the afghanistan situation the, the mm-hmm. Uyghur muslims in china there's all these really shitty shitty things mm-hmm. and part of the reason i started doing uh, my daily meditations on tiktok i mean part of the whole reason i got on tiktok was because i had friends who i teach and do these things with in my in my personal life who were like you could be reaching way more people mm-hmm. you know helping way and more then people. you're all well, and, and, well, so here's the thing is Sad. in a world where, like, let's be real. What's going on in Australia? Terrifying. Awful. Mm-hmm. Nothing any of us can do about it. Not a right. single fucking thing. Same thing with Afghanistan. Same thing with China. But the one thing all of us can do every single day is work on the energy field that our body is producing. Mm-hmm. And a bunch, like, for, like here's, here's what I tell my meditation students, right? If once a day, even if there's only 20 of us, right? If there's 20 of us spread out between some of my people are in California, I got other people in Europe. If there's 20 of us spread out over that much space, right? <clears throat> From a scientific standpoint, if you have two tuning forks and they're the same frequency, you hit this tuning fork and this tuning fork is across the room, it's going to start to vibrate, mm-hmm. right? So now we've got 20 tuning forks that are doing a guided meditation that I'm leading that's teaching you to clean out the negative energy in your chakras. And then at the end, we create this ball of light that goes around the entire world and dissolves all negativity. Mm -hmm. And we hold that for several breaths and several cycles, right? So now we've got 20 tuning forks across the planet that are hitting the same frequency, which means two major things are going to happen. One, the space in between me and those 20 other people is going to be vibrating with that frequency in the Mm -hmm. physical reality in the third dimension there's also this weird thing that's happening where we're connecting that same frequency through the internet because we're broadcasting through the internet which means yes also going out into the ether on a trans-dimensional level right so now let's say we get to a point where in a couple of months a bunch of our creators have joined forces and now we have a place where we got two thousand people at the same time mm-hmm. meditating every single day for the same fucking level of healing and peace and magic. And we all make an agreement to stop paying attention to all that other bullshit that's going on because as much as we would love to be, you know, if if there was something I could give to Afghanistan, Oh wait, I am, I'm giving everything I can to the world by making sure that I am creating a perfect space in my vibration, teaching other people how to do it. And then doing that together. There's a, there's a uh, scientist by the name of Dr. Hagelin. And he's done a lot of work in scientific study in this field, right? Mm-hmm. And they proved in a, in a study, and they did this study like 20 years ago already, um, where they went into D.C. and they, they taught people to transcendentally meditate, right? And when two people get into a transcendental meditation and they're in the same room, right, they will affect the closest, like, I, I want to say, like four or five people. And if you get 10 people in a room, like there's this actual exponential reverberation that they can mathematically measure. So if you get 100 people meditating in that frequency in the same room, they are going to vibrationally have an effect on the closest million people in diameter to them. Because science can also prove that we're all connected through the frequency that our brain gives off and the frequency that our heart gives off. Your Mm -hmm. heart is actually another brain. This is your electric brain. This is your magnetic brain. So they did this study in D.C. in, I believe it was June or July, and they were like, based on all of these studies that we've done, and they were studies that were based on the 100 monkeys theory and, and collective consciousness, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and the, the critical mass theory was made from these studies. He, uh, they were like, we can, we can guarantee that we're going to bring down the violent crime rate in Washington, D.C. by 20% for the entire month of June. And the police chief who agreed to do the study was like, it would take a foot of snow 
to do that because DC is what a lot of people don't realize is the nation's capital is one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Mm -hmm. And they went in and they had these people all day, 24 hours a day. They had a hundred different people meditating and guess what? The violent crime rate dropped by 20% for the entire month of June. Mm-hmm. Now imagine now, what there's... if we look into people should look into uh, transcendental meditation and what David Lynch, the movie producer, right? He right. got into transcendental meditation and was so fucking moved and had, oh, I'm sorry if I swore and just got you. No, you can swear all you, then that's oh, Okay, cool. Um, some people don't swear on YouTube and they get in trouble. Um, oh, no. So the, the David Lynch was so moved by learning transcendental meditation. It had such a profound effect on his life and his spiritual outlook that he paid to have uh, trained meditators go in and teach all of these young kids and all of these horrible inner city school instead of getting in trouble instead of getting in detention they all just went and learned how, and had to meditate and they would start every day with a 20 minute meditation and guess what these kids stopped having bad grades these mm-hmm. kids stopped having violent episodes where they were constantly getting into physical altercations with other students um their their not only did they stop getting bad grades but their grades went up collectively their health started to change like and it's like that's that's the kind of shit in my opinion that should be on the evening news but we're not talking it won't be you know, it's like and, hey, and it won't... in the country because it's the CIA will tell you right. the same three stories all day long when in actuality, there's all this other magical shit going on that we can fucking prove scientifically that's changing reality and nobody wants to fucking listen. Well, we're that's one of our big hot buttons right now. And in fact, this is kind of part of the whole movement. And I saw a couple of people mention it in the chat, but this is part of the whole movement that we're doing. Sorry, right now. guys, I'm super bad at reading and talking. That's um, I love all <laughs> so... Whatever they are, <laughs> we saw. So we started the operation Save Alpha, and we started the hashtag Save Alpha. So Alpha is my kids' generation. It's it's my nine year old, my seven year old. It's all of our younger kids' generation. Operation Save Alpha is focused really, 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 really around getting kids out of the indoctrination that is the school system right now. Now, and I'm not saying all school systems are that way, but I'm probably I would venture to I'm gonna venture to say ninety percent um, of them. Look into the history of where schooling comes from. It's literally yeah. a German word called school. Yeah, the process that was created because back when Germany was the Prussian Empire and they were literally going to war, trying to take over all of Europe, their soldiers would run away when they heard the gunshots. And so they came up with this idea to indoctrinate their citizens so that they would live and die for their country. It's it's the school system. It's it's evil, ancient Nazi propaganda bullshit. And we now have the wrap up that I'm going to post when we're finished, because I don't think a lot of people knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. But that makes sense. Yeah. So that's our big push right now, right? And so we've got we we are dedicating Saturday Night Lives with Batty to the homeschooling portion of it, and we're we're helping people find programs, helping people figure out the laws, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I'm doing this with you, um, and because we have to obviously, you know, you got to teach the adults, we got to teach the parents, we got to teach what's going on right now. But realistically, we're doing all of this, and I don't know if we'll ever see the fruits of our our labor. We might, but we'll be considerably older i think we're gonna be older i just i I slightly disagree okay i think i think that critical mass and um exponential vibrational theory says that once enough of us are are actively you know engaging in doing the work i think it's going to happen so much faster I, i i give it another five years before like that's the thing that always frustrated me growing up is like in my mind we should already be at utopia like right i learned enough about sustainable (laughs) <laughs> sustainable construction and, and permaculture like we are not in a, in a place of scarcity we are not in a place of loss or climate danger we are not mm-hmm. in a place of 
pandemic death. Like the reality of it is we could very easily have peace on earth. Um, I would I would tell everybody who's watching right now, there's a really interesting documentary that will, will blow your mind on some perspectives. Uh, go to stolenhistory.net. Um, when you go to that website, it's gonna pop up with a video and it's just gonna say, watch part two. Part one is a really long 13 minute trailer that is irrelevant because all that information is in part two. Mm-hmm. It's be an hour and 10 minutes long. And it, it gets into some interesting theories about uh, where Nikola and where Nikola Tesla got his knowledge. A lot of people don't like they don't know because they hear Tesla and they think it's ooh, it's a it's a modern day car. Nikola Tesla. We had uh, we've been we've been down the Nikola Tesla. So that's baddies. That's one of baddies big things. Yeah, like uh, literally mm-hmm. in the late 1800s, we had free electricity. That's what mm-hmm. pyramids were about. That's what obelisks were about. Like mm-hmm. the ancient cultures that we now know existed for thousands of years and were able to build these megalithic structures that we still can't even replicate today, they had a way of, of utilizing free energy. The earth gives off a magnetic frequency. The ionosphere and the earth, when you walk barefoot on the earth, does something to your body that makes you heal faster, mm-hmm. that makes you smarter, that makes you feel better, that reduces inflammation in your body. There is literally electricity all around us all the time. The only reason that we have the electric system that we have is because it was a way for the people in power to make you have to pay for it so that they could control you. Like, yep. why do you work every day? The only reason yep. we this work is so we can pay our electric bill, pay for the roof over our head and put gas in our fucking cars. Ooh. You know what I mean? And that's I do. literally not how people lived for millions of years. I know. <laughs> and that's, that's something like, and like I said, we've dove into that. Um, dang. That got me good. We dove into that. We've been down the Nikola Tesla. I mean, we've been through that whole rabbit hole and, and it's not, it's not even a rabbit hole. Cause the more you go through it, no, it's just, then it, it just, it makes, well, and it makes, it makes more sense than what you're seeing right in front of you right now. It just does. It makes more sense than what's going on right in front of your, what you're able, what you're seeing. But we've, we've talked about all this and and, I fully support anybody who's considering pulling their kids out of school. Don't like stop being on the fence, but do it. Yeah, out of school. We are so we are we pulled programs that you can the programs that you can do online with your kids these days are are better than any education they're going to get in that in that mark. But we need to we need to clarify. Now we're talking about the programs that you can do online. Your times for learning, your whatever the the programs that you go online and you do. We are not talking about distance learning through the school. Make sure that you are not registering. Cut the cord. Cut the cord. Do not go through the school because you're going to have to do Zoom. And then you're still on there. You're still on their fucking yeah. their thing. you got to turn assignments in at a certain time. you got to do the online stuff. That's our big push right now. That is our, our we need to get our kids out of this school. Now, here's the thing about it is, is that's not just the indoctrination portion of it, right, though? It's or even or even the Ovid K or even the Axine Vase or the masks. It's oh this, it's, it's a separate, <laughs> why are, why are kids not being taught how to meditate, which, which helps regulate their emotions, especially at such a young age when it's hard to regulate your emotions at a young age. Why are, why are they not being taught or at the very least quiet time just to, it's the same reason why kids are diagnosed with, with ADHD and OCD and ADD and, and. So this, and, is, this is another thing that frustrates me because so many parents, because the doctors don't tell you this stuff, the parents don't know. When you give your kids medication for ADD, right? When mm-hmm. you give them, um, what is it, Ritalin and yeah. whatever came after Ritalin, um, there's all these different drugs. Those are legitimately chemical methamphetamines. 
You mm-hmm. are literally giving your kids crystal meth in a yeah. form. And what happens is your kids, so, so kids are hyper. Why? Because they're more in tune with the universe and their bodies haven't been destroyed by toxins and sadness, right? So they're getting way more divine frequency energy than we are. And sometimes you got to shake that shit off. When you give a kid a methamphetamine, it gets them so fucking hyper and they're already hyper that it pushes their central nervous system to a point where it snaps and it freaks out and it shuts down. Mm -hmm. So then you got this kid. Right, right. If you haven't seen the Cat Williams stand-up bit about ADHD, it's fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. He talks about how his kid was running so fast all the time and the school and the doctors were like, oh, we need to medicate him. He gave his kid this little pill and he goes... I got all my housework done. He goes, and I, I went and had to find my kid. He was in the same exact position I left him in. And he goes, what are you doing, little man? He goes, I'm thinking. He goes, what are you thinking about? And he's running. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, it's, it's the most, it's, I mean, it's, it's a funny skit, but it's true. You're, you're damaged. You're putting your kid and you're overstimulating them to a point where they can't function at all. And then, they're ju- and then guess what? Their mind is still working just as fast as it was mm-hmm. when it was on those drugs. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, what now, so yeah. now they're trapped. It's like you might as well, you know, give them a paralytic. That's why that. Well, then, so there's all these things with the medication said that it can potentially cause suicidal thoughts within kids, right? Within teenagers. That's why, because it doesn't actually do anything. But now they're trapped in their own head while their own head is still running. You just don't see they're it. Trapped in their own bodies. So you're not. So you're not. You're not. Basically, your te- the teachers or whoever they're. They just don't want to deal with it. Right. So they dumb them down. Like that's exactly, that's exactly, that's exactly that's, what that says. That's what the entire school, that's what I'm talking about. The, the schooling system isn't about education. So there was, when I, a couple of years ago, there was this, um, there was a test that was circulating the internet and it was, it was a eighth grade proficiency test. <clears throat> and it would have been one that my grandmother would have taken. You know, my mm-hmm. grandma was born in like, I want to say the late 1920s. Okay. Or maybe like right around 1920. And so like, you know, let's say the thirties, right after the great depression, I remember being taught in school that kids, <clears throat> you know, they, they quit school around eighth grade because they had to go work and make money for their mm-hmm. family. It was the industrial revolution. They yep. had to help the family with the farm. Yep. Fucking false. They stopped going to school in eighth grade because the eighth grade proficiency test a hundred years ago was harder than anything I was able to do in my like 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 algebra and trigonometry on eighth grade tests because back then it, they were that much fucking smarter and all they've done over the past hundred years is dumb them down. We take a little bit away, take a little bit away. I mean, think about it. When I was in school, like like what did you? How many how many people grew up in the generation? You know, the Gen Xers and the and whatever they call the the people that are not millennials that are Gen Gen Z or Gen Y. We were yeah, Gen like, Y. All of us. Like, Gen X, I remember, Gen y. like, who did we pick on when we were kids? Like, the nerds got picked on. The kids who got good. I mean, I grew up in the country. So I don't I know. Like, we never did that. Place where like everybody was like, <laughs> some people were jocks, some people were smart, but like culturally speaking, it became. You know, it, like like you wanted to be the jock. You wanted to be the mm-hmm. cool kid. You didn't want to be the smart kid. You didn't want to be the nerdy kid. And people who were really intellectual at a young age were often ostracized mm-hmm. to the point of, of being shamed and, and, you know, ruining their entire developmental experience. So full stop That's with that. So what – and you know what? But it was all done by design too because – that, that's exactly what they're doing right now. When you talk about, we talk about the Axie invasion and the masks and, and the six feet and the distance and the schools and they are, they are there and they're using peer pressure. 
right? right? They're using peer pressure. They're saying, well, if the kids who, who wear their masks and get the vaccines and social distance, they're going to get extra recess and they're better kids. They're like, there are videos out there of people telling these kids this. I'm like, what is it to make them better kids? Here's, here's another thing that, that people, the, another part of the conversation that people don't want to have. And it's a conversation that like, it frustrates me because I read 1984 when I was Yeah, playing. I read it. You know what I mean? Like it yeah, was yeah, a joke yeah. about how we could never be there. But the reality of it is all the stuff that they're doing with our children and nobody knows this because they don't teach it in school anymore is the mm-hmm. shit that they did in China during the cultural revolution. Now what the mm-hmm. cultural revolution was for people who are unfamiliar, it was the communist takeover, right? They took over the entire country. They destroyed the emperor monarchy and they literally did it by killing people who got ratted out, right? They would convince the kids in school, oh, are your parents revolutionaries? Are they talking about the, you know, the mm-hmm. old empire? Are they doing this? Are they, are they meeting anywhere? And they, and they would get this information from the kids and then they'd go and they'd kill the fucking parents for crimes against the party. And then they would take the kids and raise the kids by, and the kids would be raised in the system by the state. And then you have an entire generation of people that were raised by the state because our parents were evil revolutionists. So... Tell Bottom me, line. Tell me your kids don't look like China walking through the halls with the masks and shit. They aren't going to this year. We're not and doing it. They're, they're convincing you it's okay to, to tell on, is your neighbor, is your neighbor a, a homegrown terrorist? Is your neighbor a... That, a that is happening. Are your parents against the vaccine? Well, yep. they're going to segregate you until you can, you know... Yep. We're going to isolate you. Oh, terrifying is what it is. You, well, and it's, it is, but it's... This whole thing has just me... I can't. I can't. I, I can't. You guys, we, you got to pull them. You yeah. can't. We can't do this. It's, yes, it's about funding. And yes, it's about sticking it to the man. Absolutely. Because yeah, why not? But at the end of the day, they're, 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 the school in Des Moines, they're giving away like stuff, like gift cards and stuff to the kids who've had vaccines. And they did a lottery in Massachusetts. They did. Yeah. They took tax money. And they did a fucking lottery. I know. To give somebody a million dollars because oh, they got a fucking Jabberwocky. They did it. In, they did. They did five million in Idaho. They That's, gave five lucky winners five a million dollars. Oh yeah, I'm sure they did more. The lottery. I, yeah, they did yeah. something similar here. And the thing is, is Ohio. Get draw the comparison. There's two comparisons I'm going to make here. One is that. If you and five other people that you know in your area want to pull your kids, guess what? You got a school right there. Mm-hmm. You guys can all, you can put your kids together. They can still socialize. They can still learn together. They mm-hmm. can, and they'll have a better education than they would in that system. They and can the still part, socialize. They can still play with their friends after school. Well, like this, everybody's, everybody's. Let, let, let their kids play with. You know. Well, that's where we are right now. And so we are in this place where like our kids is, they have a friend and, but he can't play because they don't wear masks and they didn't and they don't do vaccines and they didn't. Mm-hmm. But then they're very worried about it. And that's fine. I respect them. It's their kid. I don't care. Well, you know what? But, that's, that's been a big part of the conversation lately. And I'm, I'm past that point. I no longer respect those people. No, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't I, respect. I, I respect their stance, though. Choice, but I'm no longer. The, the, the narrative has become too much about. Here's the thing. People need to think critically. It's very simple. If this was about health, if the government gave uh, the fuck about you and your health, guess what they would do? 
they would give away insulin for free to diabetics. Oh, can we talk about childhood they cancers? From people who have fucking allergies. They would do all of these fucking things, but no. Not only are they giving away this vajabujabu, but they're giving away millions of your tax dollars to do it. There has to be an agenda there. This is an expense. They, they don't get it. The black community Damn it. for 50 years with syphilis. Look up but they don't, but they don't get it. Like we've been down this road. My guy, my guy, my guy. They don't, they don't see it. They don't see it. I can't, that's what I can't figure it out. That's the, that's the missing puzzle piece for me. There's, that's, that's not the missing puzzle piece. That's the final puzzle piece because. No, but it's not there. It's never going to get there. You have to, it's, it's, that's why I say I'm no longer about, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm creating this movement to a place that's a more closed, open, speakable place. It's no longer about waking those people up. Now this, the puzzle piece is that we've recognized that gap. Okay. So now what are you going to do about it? I'm just that gap gap is only going to get wider, which means you need to focus all of your attention on you and your like. I know I'm leading by example, right? I pulled my kids out of school. I'm telling other people to do it too. We're teaching them how to do it. We're going to live in a camper, which is beside the point. But this is part of the point, and here is why it's part of the point because we're going to be there's this whole conception that. You, when you when you're when you're a kid, your your kids have to have structure and they have to have a house and they have to go like. And I, I just realized that this probably not that's that long ago that that's that that's bullshit. Yeah. Well, it's all bullshit. They can have structure no, wherever they are. <laughs> well, and it's like there's like they have to they I don't know like. And we're going to be in nature. Like, I want to teach them that they've got to be able to come down. And like, we're doing it now. We haven't even started the project yet. But we're doing it now. We're teaching them about how to, to come down and how to just kind of quiet their mind. We did the counting thing with them to show them what it, how it felt. This is what it's supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. That space between four and five. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And they got it. I, could, I was like, they were like, whoa. And I said, and in that space, you can do whatever you want in your mind. That's when you start using magic. But we need to be teaching our kids how to do this. And when I say that we're not going to see the fruits of our labor, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way. I guess what I'm saying is we're not doing this necessarily, necessarily for us. But we're we're bringing, like every kid that we've had, like Generation Alpha is going to be the next. They are going to, all they're going to know is a 5D vibration. Right. They aren't going to know anything down here because we're not going to subject them to this shit anymore. It's a mind, like, did whatever 100%. 100%. But, I, but I would also I would also just tweak your perspective a little bit mm-hmm. and make sure that you always point out that you are doing it for you for two reasons one because self-care is the most important thing well you yeah not be a hundred percent for anybody else unless you're a hundred percent yourself so you're a hundred percent doing this for yourself mm-hmm. make sure that you talk about that and that you acknowledge that because expressing that self-value is just as important to all the other people and parents out there as it is to showing that for your kids. Okay, it's fine. About you. I am one hundred. It's one hundred percent about me. It is it obviously is. because it, you don't have to be sassy. <laughs> um, I can be sassy if I want to. I think that's important because I notice I have a lot of I have a lot of friends who are single moms. I have a lot of people that I work with that like you know I'm I'm, I'm doing a lot of relationship and grief counseling these days, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people who get trapped in that space of, of wanting to give all to somebody else. And it's like, 
this is this is your life too. This is our life. So acknowledge that you're doing it for yourself and you're doing it for the collective. And if we all do it for ourselves and we all do it for the collective, then the next generation is going to reap the benefits exponentially. Yeah, I think if you... Um... WW makes that face all the time. Oh, fuck, you're right. Who's W? Oh, oh, does he? Oh, God. <laughs> the sassy face. This is, you got Weird faces. When you like, got people in here, and they're just running their mouth about you, and you're missing it all. Oh, great. I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> but you're right. I mean, you're, you're right, because at the end of the day, this is, it is. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for me, because I, I want to be a better mom, and I want to be a better person, and I want to be a better, and so I have to do this, because of, when I'm not on, and I had this conversation with somebody the other, so have you ever heard of the mirror thing? Um, the mirror, um, activity, it's, it's an activity. It's, it's, it's a shit. I can't think something of Something you do with a mirror or something you do with another person? Something you do like in a, well, no, you don't do it. You could do it in a mirror, I guess, but you're mirroring another person. So like when you feel like, like, and the, the example that I use is like, when I feel like I'm being ignored by you, and I get, I get pissed mm-hmm. if I change the pronouns in it and say, I don't like it when you're, when I'm ignored by you. I don't like it when I'm ignoring me or when I feel like I'm ignoring me. Does that make sense? You put oh, it, no, yeah, I, I, know God, I gotta find it. Not, Do you know I'm what I'm saying? Process, but it's, what it is, it. is it's, it's helping you to identify that like, so my own so, triggers, like, cause it's right. me. Here's, here's the thing is this is, and this is another thing that comes up with all of my patients is that the, the reality of it is you is. at some point in your growth process have to accept that your emotions are a hundred percent a choice. Right. So this is your electrical brain. These are your thoughts, your magnetic brain, your heart is about your emotion, right? So when there's one of my favorite, like spiritual epitaphs is this old Buddhist proverb about how anger is a gift. And when somebody else is angry, they're going to try and give that gift to you. And it's a hundred percent up to you, whether or not you choose to accept that gift and make it your own. Right. So when somebody's yelling at you, when somebody's mad at you, when, and, and it, whether it's a friend, a stranger, a lover, a wife, a husband, doesn't matter. When somebody is upset, there, it, it has nothing to do with you because your emotional experiences are 100% your experiences. Right. So but that's not this. If I'm happy about something or if I'm <laughs> angry about something, that's all me. And if I express is- that anger in an, in an inappropriate way to somebody I care about or to somebody in my, in my sphere, that is still my fucking problem. And when you realize that you like, it's, Maybe. oh, so-and-so made me feel this way. No, nobody made you feel anyway. So something. And rather than take the time <laughs> to look at why you have these emotional responses to what was said or done, you immediately allow your shadow self to take over and your shadow self goes to fucking town. This is called a mirror exercise. And I'm going to read it because I'm, well, I'm, I'm working on the communication thing. Okay. The words. Here we go. Step one. Step one, identify the upset. I am upset at blank for blank. For example, I am upset at Bob for rejecting me. Step two, change your nouns and pronouns to yourself. I am upset at myself for, for example, I am upset at myself for rejecting myself. Step three, ask yourself, is this true? It usually always is. Are you, you want me to count again? No, no, I was just also counting. (laughs) I love you. Okay, so it's almost always true. And I think this is more of like a twin flame thing. But, and I don't know that I I don't... Devil. Okay, I I don't, I don't know that I'm in, I'm sold to the twin flame thing. I don't, I don't know anything. I don't know enough about it to talk on it. 
But I found the exercise and I thought it was really good. So hold on. Step four, love yourself. Identify and ask that part of you that you're feeling that's feeling upset what it needs to feel loved right now and give that to yourself. So because I project, this is what I do. I project a lot. And so I might be really pissed off about something, but I'm, I'm going to project it onto certain people, <laughs> certain people, right? And I, so I started doing this and I thought it was really interesting and I noticed a pattern. And so what happens is if I'm not doing what I'm, what I should be doing, if I'm not working out like I should be, and if I'm not eating decently or, or appropriately or at all, um, if I'm not doing all of these things, I'm, I'm, I get a lot, I, I get very angry with people like maybe not people, but like certain people. And I tend to lash out. So I started like paying more attention and it just, it was like this huge light bulb went off. Like, this isn't about the person. I'm not really pissed off at them. I'm pissed off at myself because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing to take care of myself. And it's the same thing about jealousy. Like, if, 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 you, if you're feeling jealous because of something, that's, that's not on anything that anyone else is doing. That's, it's that's you, it's because you're feeling insecure. You got imprinted with right. a lack of self-worth. Right. And so you're jealous because you want to feel what you think that person is getting in attention and you're not. Right. You feel devalued by it. And yeah. Right. It's that's what that's what people need to understand is is and this this comes into really this is a really important thing for people who are married, people who are in committed relationships, right? Mm. When somebody else is angry, when somebody else is mad, or when you're angry and you're mad, you're not actually mad at the person. You're no. literally allowing for something that already happened to you to bubble up to the surface. Right. You remember that, right? But this is how you can fix it. Well, not only can, not only does it give you the opportunity to fix it, but for example, like if somebody's if, if you're if you know somebody in your life is coming at you and 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 being angry at you, and you when you think about that, when you immediately remind yourself that this has nothing to do with me, this has only to do with them, mm-hmm. you tend to have a less intense reaction to what they're throwing at you right you get to a place where you're kind of pretty neutral about it because you accept you're like like somebody could be screaming and you calling you a piece of shit and it's like man well i'm not really a piece of shit i'm kind of fucking awesome see i'm okay with that i'm okay with that i can do that obviously have something going on with you that you need to get out so i'm just gonna let you get it out and Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna let it affect me or how i feel about myself and my life because Mm -hmm. i'm but this isn't, this isn't something that anyone's like, really, this is scenarios and situations that I make up in my head mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm predicting is going to happen. And so I'm already predicting a response and nothing has ever happened. Does that make sense? Right. So that I'm already in like the response I'm, mode. give you a piece of advice. What's happening is you're, a lot, you're having a conversation with your shadow self and you're, yeah. making, and you're, you're experimenting about the future. Uh-huh. That's where anxiety comes from. The uh-huh. future is completely right. irrelevant. The only thing that matters is right now. Right. People don't people don't understand. So depression is when your thoughts are con- when your shadow is constantly bringing you to the past. Right. And anxiety and and the type of stress that you're experiencing is when your shadow is convincing you that you need to be thinking about the future. That the is my favorite quote. Thinking about is what's happening right now and the task at hand. Staying like, present. The reality of it is. My, one of my favorite quotes of all time is Janis Joplin. There's this live recording. That she She's did. a Vera woman. Did you know that? What? A Vera woman or a Vera, Vera woman. I don't know what that means. Oh my God. I'm going to look it up and send it to you. So she's like half woman. She's like a hybrid. I don't know how I know this. So when we talk about this, hybrid? no, <laughs> like a hybrid of them. Yeah. And us. 
Okay. Well, not maybe not us because I'm I'm pretty a real woman. Thank you. I'm pretty sure I'm a hybrid. But like, oh, I know what that word is. Okay. Yes, it's a real. But I didn't know that. So we were talking oh, about this. Broke. We were talking about um. Oh, there we go. You're back on. Shit. We were talking about um like Bigfoot and stuff like that on one of Baddie's lives, and we started talking about the real woman. And I'm like, Janis Joplin's a real. But I had no idea she was a real woman. I don't. I mean, I like Janis Joplin, but I didn't. I've never dug into her. I've never read up on her. Nothing. So, but when we talk about the spiritual downloads. Like you know things, you just don't have no idea how you know them. That you is one of the things. Definitely check me. out her music because I feel like there's some powerful shit that she puts in there. But yeah, there's this I will. live recording, and she goes on this little tirade, and she's like, "On the train ride over here, man." She goes, "She goes, there's no reason to be upset, you know, because we, as we figured out on the train ride over here, she goes, tomorrow never comes, man. Like you go to sleep and you wake up, and it's still today, mm-hmm. right? Like you never experience tomorrow." So Time is a construct. What are you worrying about tomorrow for? Right. Like, Stephen you, like, like if when you make lists, like when you do shit, it's like I'm not writing shit that I have to do tomorrow. I'm writing shit that I have to do today on a today that hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? And when you mm-hmm. start to when you start to shift your focus like that, people. So the difference between fear and excitement is literally your intellectual perspective of it, mm-hmm. right? You're like roller coasters. You're either terrified or excited. It's the same fucking feeling vibrationally mm-hmm. in your body. The same thing happens with your heart. The same thing happens with your blood pressure. The same thing happens with your electroconnectivity, right? So if you start to understand that you have control of your perspective and you start to, anytime you're in a negative space, anytime you're afraid, anytime you're angry, stop and be like, okay, how can I shift this perspective? I always joke that I'm, you know, I joke to my friends about how I'm the God of silver lining because I've had so much fucking tragedy in my life that like, no matter what's going on, I can totally be like, all right, well, let's look at it this way. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the, that's the beginning of getting to a place where other things no longer affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm definitely not as far along as I'd like to be, but I, I definitely have some leaps and bounds in the not so distant past. And I'll tell you, like, there's, there's, there is a wonderful, beautiful place where like anger is not a fucking thing. Like I do not get angry. I get frustrated sometimes. I get annoyed sometimes, but I can honestly say like, I haven't been angry in over six months. And it's, it's simply because I understand how to stop myself from having an emotional response and view something intellectually and then find the happiest perspective that I can for whatever the situation is. And then move forward with that. I run a lot, like a lot when I get angry, like I run. You got to, you got to get it out. It's a vibration and it doesn't matter I, how you get well, it out it sits. as long as you do get it out. It sits and it goes like this and it so and, and like, but then I, I don't want to lash out cause you know, I don't want to lash out. And so then it just sits and it just sits and it sits. And so I do, that's why I run, I'll run seven, eight, nine, ten 10 miles. Like, but so, so let me, let me be honest with you. That's a, those are great outlets. But the reality of it is, it's like, because I used to be, I used to be an angry gym guy. Like when I was having a bad day, like I'd mm-hmm. go and spend three hours lifting at the gym. Mm-hmm. And although you wouldn't be able to tell now. Oh, stop uh, it. But the point is, you, it's, if, if you're utilizing it to get through something, that's one thing. But if you're replacing the vibration of the anger with physical activity and not dealing with the source of the anger, then running 10 miles a day isn't doing you any good. It's you're utilizing it as a, as a distraction. Yes and no. So do you know, so we talk a lot about meditation and we talk about guides and we talk about messages and we talk about all that stuff. And so I, I do something, so I run a lot. And when I hit a certain mile, I hit a certain mentality and I will get, and like, if I'm angry, now it's not, it is that, but it's not that like, 
No, I'm you're, not, you're doing yeah. it for the, for the physical and the spiritual benefit. And the spirit, but yeah. Distraction, right. But also a distraction. It, it is, but it's like, if I'm angry about something that I can't control, that's, and that's kind of, I suppose, been my biggest thing. Like I get angry about things that I can't control and, and I can't do anything with it. And so I do, I run. And once I run, like I do, I hit this mile and then all of a sudden it's like, like the shadow thing, like it goes, it just, I got, I probably dies because it's like five, six miles it by then. It gets tired and goes to sleep. It goes to sleep. And then so once, so then it becomes like this, this. Go to sleep. It's because you're taking all of your attention and you're putting that attention into right now. Right. Into, onto the oh, treadmill. So and then all of these. Have the same, you can have the same effect when your shadow comes over. If you bring your attention to where you're at right now. I do. You're, uh, you, you're, you're forcing yourself wanna... to get there by pushing your body to an exercise extreme. I don't exactly. No, I don't feel like that's an extreme. I feel like, but I do. I like it because the, 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 the hold on, I'm not done. So then, what happens is like I'm so in the. I guess you know what? Let's just call it. Let's call it what it is. I'm so in the moment. I'm so focused on just the one, and I'm so that all of a sudden all of this other stuff starts coming in, and it's just, it's just this. It's good stuff. It's like. Yeah, you're, you know, it's you're the doing the right thing. It's the best stuff. And I'm, and it stays. And I get, so I get finished and I run and then I do the hot shower, cold shower thing. And, and then I'm just more able to, to be open and, and, and recognize signs and I don't project. And I, that's my thing. Like I meditate when I run, like people, people, they sit with like their feet, you know, or like Joey, he sits like this. And I think Jen, you know, I don't, I like, I, I meditate my deepest and my probably best when I'm on the treadmill. It's just, I can't explain it. No, it's, it's it, what it is, is so people often get trapped in when people get, people get stuck up in the, whatever their preconceived notions about meditation are. Mm -hmm. People don't understand that there are hundreds of ways to meditate out there. And the type of meditation that you get into when you're in that, that physical peak state, mm -hmm. that's, that's a very specific type of meditation that only occurs under extreme cardiovascular stress. It's there's the, the type I, I haven't, I'm not sure what type, I mean, I've seen a couple of Joey's lives and if that's the type of meditation that he does, he does a similar style to what I do, which is when you're, you've got yeah, he does what you do. Each different type of meditation Mm -hmm. is like working a different muscle group mm -hmm. for your spirit body, right? So mm -hmm. what you do is awesome. I need to start getting back to that. I was, I, I used to, I totally got, I used to take my dogs three to six miles a day. And there comes a point where it's like, it's, it, it, it this whole thing becomes a dream because mm -hmm. you're on that, that flow state. The magic mile. But the, That's what the, I call idea, it. The, 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 the different types of, so the type of meditation that me and Joey teach as well as um, mantra meditation and and um, transcendental meditation they all work different parts of that vibrational spiritual self and by attuning all of them collectively what you're doing is you're not you're not just you you get access to certain things when you run mm -hmm. when you strengthen these other types of of meditative interactions with your with your spirit and your body you get access to different type of stuff. That's why I always make the video game reference, right? It's mm -hmm. always about leveling up. Like it's always about finding that treasure over here where you didn't think it was because you know, you never went over there before. It's, it's this, that, that's what, that's what different types of meditation are. That's what different types of spiritual practices are. Um, that's why I'm a big proponent of, 
you know, people who are like super Christian or people who are like super Jewish or people who are like super this type of paganism. I study everything. Mm-hmm. I have four different Bibles on my shelf. I've got four different cultures of four different types of witchcraft and everything in between. And everything that I read and study, if I come across something that resonates with me or if I come across something where there's this amazing story about this experience that this person had, I'm going to try that shit out. I'm going to see if it works for me. And if it does work for me, I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to add it to my repertoire. Because when it comes to spirituality, it's not about, oh, my God is right, your God is wrong. It's about everybody's God is real, everybody's path is real, and everybody's path has a little bit of information that gives you a piece of the whole that is divine creation and magic. I agree. I think everybody's kind of talking about it. So we, we've done a lot of, so we go to your, I mean, I've gone to your lives. We've gone to Joey's lives. Um, everybody does meditation a little bit different and everybody's got to focus. I think he focuses a lot on the grounding and chakra, which is, that's what he focused on with me too, because I, 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 um, where everybody's got to start. Well, it is. And I don't ground well, I, I struggle with it. Or I don't ground. I, it doesn't, it doesn't do me a lot of good to go out and put, I, and maybe it does, but to put my feet in the dirt, that doesn't ground me. That doesn't stop me from spinning. That doesn't mm-hmm. help. I have to shower. I got to get in the water. Like I need to be in the water like right now. And like (laughs) right now. Hey, shush. I'm on the phone. (laughs) Um, But that's, but that's what everybody like. And and that doesn't work for everybody like that. Like I do. That's my, that's when I feel my clearest and my best. That's when I feel like I get the most out of what meditation, I guess is supposed to feel like is when I hit those miles and, and necessarily when I sit here and I do it, even by myself, I do by Oreo beats on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I get it, but I don't feel like I get the same well, so feeling I'll, as clarify I do when my, I'm So my opinion on the whole earthing thing, like having your bare feet on the ground, it's called, I, like I was, I was taught that it's called earthing and that's not the same thing as grounding. Grounding is, is doing whatever you have to to bring the frequency of your overwhelmed self down to a manageable vibration. Earthing is something that's specifically for the health of your physical body. When your feet touch that ground and you walk on that bare ground for 15 minutes or stand there for 15 minutes a day, there are actually physiological things that are happening that are making you a healthier person. So it's not, that's not like, like, like if you need to be in the water to ground, Mm -hmm. You need to be in the water to ground. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has their element they're connected to. Some people can put their feet on the ground and it will ground them. But I'm 100% with you on that. Like like being on the earth is not something that that brings me to a space of of clarity and control. For like I, like for me and like I'm very much a I'm very much an an, an energetic per like all of my all of my astrology houses are in the element of air. I am very much in my mind. I am very much. Where are my astrology houses? I don't know. We can have that conversation after the talk today. I'd have to get information from you and look that shit up. Um, yeah, That's like a thing. Here. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> there's so much things. In I'm and I'm so I, I'm not the I am not the I am not the the astrology guy. I know I know how to read three different signs and how much they play into your life, and that's it. But I I'm an Aries. I burn everything down and yeah, then so walk I'm an away. Aquarius, which is an air sign. And then my other two signs, my rising and my moon are Gemini and Libra. So all of the elements that existed in the moment that I was born into this world are fixed in the house of air. 
So everything for me is 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 up here, which is why. So like I, you know, I'm not. Shy so how do you? So how do you ground? I smoke a lot of pot. Um, that makes so sense. That's that. So it's like, and and when you realize, so um, and it, I live in Massachusetts. It's totally legal. Before anybody gets upset, um, but the the act of taking in something from a plant that feeds mole, you know, chemicals and molecules I need to my endocannabinoid system, which is the system that allows all your other systems to communicate, right? And I'm taking that earthly plant and that medicine that's in that plant, and I'm using fire, which is one of, my, one of the elements that helps balance me, right? And mm-hmm. I take that into my lungs and I breathe that in. That's how I ground that frequency. I gotta know, I gotta know what my houses are. Oh, I bet you got some, I bet it's got some shit to do with water. If you, if you have such a pronoun connect, pr- profound connection to the element of water and you feel that water grounds you, there's, there's probably something very clear. But how the hell does that work? Cause I am a fire fire. Like I'm probably. That's, well, that, that's probably why it grounds you. So, so mine is I'm all air. I need something that's earth, which is the marijuana, right? But I need it to be, I need there, there I have to get, so it goes earth, water, fire, air, right? That's how the elements naturally stack up in our reality. So the fire is in between earth and air. And that's how I have to get that energy to bat up to where the air is to balance it and bring it all down. So if you're, if you have a bunch of fire in your signs and you have this, this energetic fire capability, the water is what's going to help you energetically balance that out. It would also explain why you need, why you need the, you said you're real big into hot, cold, hot, cold. Because yeah. the, the the hot water, the steam, that energy, that balance between heat and cold, those are all things that would help bring your frequency down. If your frequency is all in this energetic fireplace, that's what I do. That's what I do. Like when I work out, I take a hot, hot shower. I let it all, and I do all I need to do, and then I will crank that some bitch to cold, and I will stand there for as long as I can stand it. Yep. And then I get out, and I'm just like. <laughs> like polar plunges we're gonna do a polar plunge you want to do a polar plunge with oh me? my fucking god yeah do you really oh my god you want to do a polar plunge with me <gasps> no i was i was i was a swimmer and diver in high school and college like huh. i'm like i'm a water person like i can't swim very well but i am a water person like i have to be on the polar, I, polar pl- i'm down for a polar plunge i did i want to i want to get into doing i want to like so <laughs> I'm, I'm extremely overweight right now um, and I was very unhealthy because, um, I slipped a disc in my neck when COVID happened. Right. So I went from like working out six days a week and running six miles a day to like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> to Oreos, right. For winter. Um, I love Oreos. So, um, but I want to get back. I want to like actually start doing the Wim Hof breathing exercises every day. I want to start well, incorporating that stuff and doing ext- like, I want to, I'm not, I want to get to the place where I'm taking a cold shower every day, but I'm still kind of a bitch. So. Not yet. So wait, so we're let's talk about the exclusive because isn't that kind of okay. going to be part of this? Aren't you? Aren't we doing like an alchemy breath? Absolutely. So okay. with the exclusive, what I'm going to do is we're going to have a con. We're, we're going to do. Um, how long do they generally last? I need to know. So the exclusives go anywhere between an hour and ninety minutes. It's really up to you. Um, okay. You can take it longer well, just, if you want, want to. Make sure that, like, because what I'd like to do is I'd like to have a conversation about the the history and basis of alchemy as a, as a as a philosophical concept and mm-hmm. as an actual practice mm-hmm. and then we're going to uh, lead into how we can engage alchemical processes within our body to achieve mm-hmm. you know certain levels of uh, states of consciousness. So really quick, you guys, this this is something that you're going to be interested in, and a lot of you might be. So the link is in my bio, um, and it's it's for Wicked Wolves. It's Alchemy, uh, the 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 Alchemy of Breath. Thank you. 
Um, the alchemy of breath. But that's the it. alchemy of breath. Yep. You can sign up for it. This is, again, this is something I'm going to cap because I don't want a large group of people. I want everybody to get individual attention. I have already sent it out to the people that follow me on Buy Me a Coffee. So I'm going to give this exclusive to you guys as well. Um, so go and sign up if it's something you want to do. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So that's kind of, so that's how the exclusives go. So we usually talk for 15 minutes to a half an hour, depending on how the conversation is going. Cool. Then we do the thing. And then we usually do a Q&A wrap up afterwards. And so they Perfect. can talk yeah. about, okay. Yeah. And I, like I, Joey's, I Joey's have gone on for two hours and then some too, because sometimes we just get on a roll and yeah, the energy's good. So, um, I want to talk, I got to, okay. I got to figure out the how. ladies and gentlemen, I think. Where am I at? We're gonna wrap. We're at an hour and twenty minutes, so I am gonna wrap up this live, um, and we're gonna figure out the fire and the sun and the houses and why I, I need water to be put out. But, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Wicked Wolf, thank you for coming on. This is gonna be a consistent thank thing with him happy. and I. He is gonna come on every Sunday for spiritual Sundays, um, and we're gonna talk just about whatever, like all of this. Like, if you want to bring a topic, if you guys have topics you want him to talk about please do not hesitate to DM me or DM him. Um, and we will, cause we, again, this is kind of, we're both trying to do the same thing, even though we're both doing it in a different way. Essentially the bottom line is, is we need to stop what's going on by leveling everybody up. Um, and so make sure you, if you want, if you have questions, go sign up in the link. We are going to be live again. Mm, Tuesday night. So Tuesday night, we're live again with Beverage 31 with Joey. This is going to be a very laid back. Bring your favorite drinks. We're just going to hang out. We're going to talk about fucking Great Awakening. God only knows what, you know, and we're going to have some Coronas. It's going to be a good time. That's the next live we have for Tuesday. And then Wednesday is myself, just me by myself. <laughs> we're going to talk. We're going to talk about some shit. Okay. Also, and then, uh, anybody yes. Who's interested in my daily meditations? Yes. Um, right now, I'm doing them exclusively on Twitch. Uh, it's super easy to sign up for twitch.com. My handle over there is the original Wicked Wolf. Um, it's very similar to you know this format. It's, we have uh, we get on, we chat for a little while, mm -hmm. we set some intentions, we do about 20 to 30 minutes of meditation, and then we have some after conversation. Um, that's going to be happening uh, in the evenings uh, for the next few weeks. Um, usually around 10 p.m. I'm actually probably going to jump on right after I get off with, uh, with you. Um, so, yeah, uh, please check that out. Go get him on Twitch, guys. <laughs> I'll make sure. So next time we do this all, too, I'll make sure to put your link for Twitch in there, too. Oh, yeah, I have to do sure. it. It's a lot easier oh, than trying to explain it. Yes. Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to my Twitch account for free and help support what we're trying to do. Hell, really? God, we need to figure that figured out. Ladies no, and gentlemen, that's a whole other We're going to figure it out. <laughs> that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, you All have right. a great rest I'm of your night. Thank you. Thank you. And we are out in five.